keeps turning death and hatred to mankind poisoning their brainwashed mind welcome to the anarchist world this week broadcast across australia on the national community radio satellite listen to the anarchist world this week australia's sacred cow slaughterhouse Listen to analysis of local, national, international events. Listen to analysis you'll never hear anywhere else. Welcome to the Anarchist World this week, broadcast live from the steps of Community Radio 3CR. 855 on your AM dial, streaming live on 3cr.org.au across the country via the Community Radio Network. My name is Joseph Lascano. This is a live broadcast from the steps of the Victorian Parliament House. The buildings are still here. The public housing, everybody's business, are still here. Eight days later, they are still sitting on these steps despite harassment from the authorities, despite harassment from God pouring tempestuous weather on them, despite harassment from the creatures of the night, they are still here on the steps. They will be here till 7pm on Saturday at the closure of polling at the Victorian state election. This campaign is very simple. But before we tell you about the campaign, let's define what anarchy is all about. Anarchists... Anarchy is about creating a society without rulers. Not without rules, but without rulers. How do you create a society without rulers? You devolve power, you share wealth. And this struggle is about sharing wealth. So in the struggle to ensure that we have a more egalitarian community, you are an anarchist, whether you like it or not. Because you are involved in that struggle to redistribute wealth to each and every one of us in the Commonwealth of Australia. So why this campaign? Public housing, everybody's business. Now, we are here at the top end of Burke Street on the steps of the Victorian Parliament House, luxuriating in the cold and the rain and the wet and the abuse from the authorities, but we are holding firm. We are not going to beg for you to come up here, but we're going to tell you something. There are people who make history and we are making history. There are people who watch us making history and there are people who turn their back on making history. You've only got three nights, three nights to join us. We'll be out here at 7pm on Saturday. So if you've been thinking about coming down, but the weather has kept you away, if you've been thinking about coming down, but, you know, mummy told you not to come, this is your chance to revolt and break three. Everybody's welcome. We only have three rules. This gathering is peaceful, and this is a drug and alcohol-free zone. We've had everything thrown at us. But it's been an interesting experience for the people who've been here, and some people have been here. They've slept here seven nights, yours truly. Now, I've been functioning on three hours sleep a day, which I don't think is a good thing, you know, for the human body. But people here have been functioning on less, you know. It pours rain. You'd think you could walk five steps under shelter. No, 
No, no. Those nice people from the uh, public service, whatever they call themselves, the fancy police that aren't police, no, you can't do that. But it doesn't matter. We don't care whether you come or not. We have made history. This is the first time in the history of the Victorian Parliament since 1854 that people have successfully occupied this ground for so long and slept on this ground. And we have done it through audacity and through the courage and the collective strength of the wonderful, extraordinary people that have turned up. Hardened activists, people who listen to the anarchist world this week, homeless people, they've all come here. Some spend an hour, some bring food, some bring shelter, some bring themselves. We're all part of this network. So what's all this about? Are we? Is this a theatre show? Are we doing this just to, you know, feel good? We're not. Housing, and if you come to the top of Ender Burke Street any night, you'll understand, housing is a critical part of any human being's existence. And in a society, housing has become a commodity. It has become an investment bonanza. And through re- legislation at the federal and state level, what we are seeing is people making extraordinary profits from housing while more and more people are spending more and more of their time trying to raise the rent or pay the mortgage. Public housing is not just for the homeless. Public housing is not just for the unemployed. Public housing should be for everybody in this society who will never be able to secure the security of owning a secure place. It's about security. Public housing is about individual security. You try living on the streets for a few days and see what it's like finding a toilet. See what it's like having to deal with people who've been eviscerated, destroyed, dismembered by the system, who've been thrown aside, who are treated like human detritus, human garbage. It's extraordinary. Here we are in marvellous Melbourne in 2018 and the effort and energy required to put a roof over your own head has become so difficult for so many people. Public housing is everybody's business. Now we have a fully costed program and we're running an extra parliamentary and in that parliamentary action at the same time. The man responsible, personally responsible for this disaster, personally responsible for all the people you see in this situation is the Labor, that's right, the Alternative Liberal Party masquerading as the Australian Labor Party and their mates around the place who have decided that public housing needs to be privatised. So what's the state here for? Initially, the state was a mechanism by which a group that had a monopoly on the use of force imposed its will on everybody else and exploited their labour, their bodies, for its own profits. During the 19th and 20th century, millions of people died in that struggle, that struggle for reform, those revolutionary struggles to force the state to take on the responsibility of looking after its own citizens. That's right. What a horrible thing to think about. The state is responsible for the citizen security. 
People think the state is only responsible for external security, for preventing invasion. Well, the state is responsible for the security of each and every individual in this land. It's very simple. I'm not talking about security against physical violence, but security about the violence of actually not being able to access the basic necessities of life. A violence which destroys millions around the world every day. And that's what we are attempting to address. That's what this strong, brave, courageous, inclusive, collective struggle is about. So why public housing, everybody's business? Well, it's very simple. In a capitalist society, if you allow private forces to dominate any field of human endeavour, you have cartels forming. We've seen this in the banking sector. The Banking Royal Commission has exposed garbage that we've known about and talked about on the anarchist world this week for decades. Not news to us. Maybe news to them, but not news to us. That's a nice Melbourne tram in the background, just in case you try to come to Melbourne. Not news to us. Look at the old age sector. Ripe for exploitation. People work all their lives, need a bit of care at the end of their lives. Got a uh, nest egg. You get these old age corporations dominating the aged care. And we're seeing uh, a royal commission into aged care in this society. And what will they find? They will find exactly, exactly the same things they found with the Banking Royal Commission. That if you allow the private sector to dominate the marketplace, they will do what they need to do. And the only thing the private sector needs to do is maximise profits to their major shareholders. That is their sole responsibility. They have no responsibility to the citizen. They have no responsibility to the state. They have no responsibility to the environment. They have no responsibility to anybody except their major shareholders. It's about increasing profits, increasing profits at the expense of each and every one of us in society. So what's happened in the last 40 years? We have seen the deregulation, privatisation, corporatisation, globalisation, revolution sweep over us. That tsunami has swept over us and is drowning each and every one of us in a bowl of misery constantly. All the time, constantly, all the time, misery, misery. And all you've got to do is come here at the upper end of Burke Street any night to see the misery. You won't see the misery during the day. It's pushed into the laneways. We don't want to upset the tourists, do we? All right. So why is it everybody's business? Why is it good for everybody? Why is it a win-win situation? Now, in Victoria, and I'm familiar with Victoria because I've lived here for over four decades, lucky me, in marvellous Melbourne. You know, here I am, luxuriating the steps of the Parliament House. And just in case you don't know, we are the government today. The House is in recess. We are the only ones who are actually um, here. We're on the steps. We are the government. We have our own private security force that looks after us. Now, I had an idea yesterday or the day before. I thought, isn't this wonderful? We could do an Airbnb here on the steps of Parliament House 
$400 a night. You get the best views, the best entertainment, the best entertainment, the best sleeping arrangements. You sleep in a historically an historic building, a heritage-listed building. You get noise. You see the Melbourne trams. And if you're really lucky like we are, you get the grinders coming in at midnight to grind the railway tracks right in front of where we're sleeping to try to keep us awake. And that's in between the rain. So I thought we should be able to share this experience about marvellous Melbourne with the people of Melbourne, the people of Australia and the international tourist trade. $400 a night, come along. You can actually experience what it's like to be homeless, what it's like to be harassed every night, what it's like to have to deal with the elements. And if you're really, really good, for an extra 100 bucks, we'll get you to talk to a real bona fide homeless person. We have them here on tap, on tap, here on the steps of the Victorian Parliament House. Now, I've heard a lot of people say to me, why don't the homeless go to the steps of the Victorian Parliament House and camp there? Well, as soon as they show their noses, the good forces of law and order keep running down and push them off. It's wonderful to see. They know where they're not welcome. Now, this is not a government problem. This is a problem of society. Let's not forget about that. Each and every one of us are members of this community. And through the deregulation, privatisation, corporatisation globalization revolution we have forgotten that we are a community because it's all about the individual it's all about individual gain it's all about me 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 it's all about us our society has changed and it hasn't had a transplant it's had a transplant in terms of us thinking of as as ourselves as individuals whose major responsibility is to maximise profit for us, irrespective of the harm we do in our community. Now, if you're wondering what that bell is, if you come here to the steps of Parliament House for the next three days, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Wednesday the 21st, Thursday the 22nd, Friday the 23rd, and Saturday the 24th till 7pm, we welcome you for cowbell. That's right. Specially imported from Switzerland. Just for you. We couldn't find a manufacturer of bells in Australia. You'll be welcome with the sign of a cowbell. But you need to give us a sign. Because, you see, we've got all types here. You can't judge a book by its colour. We have queens. We have kings. We have homeless people dressed as kings and queens. And we even have the occasional activist. I know it's hard to believe that the occasional activist will actually come to a 10-day vigil on the steps of the Victorian Parliament House to promote, you know, public housing as a solution. Now, you know when you go, you know, and read those books, those self-help books and watch those YouTube programs, they will tell you they have the answer to life. Well, we have discovered the answer to life. And the answer to life is a strong public housing sector. If you have a strong public housing sector, you have competition between the private sector and the public sector. That's right. Competition between the private and the public sector. What that means is the more people in public housing, downward pressure on rents, especially at the lower end of the markets, decrease in rents, 
for a huge number of people. We're talking about tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands. What do investors do when their return decreases? To them, a unit, a home, a piece of land is an investment. They run away. They run away to the stock market. They run away to the gold market. So that means that housing prices at the lower end of the market drop substantially, 30 40% within a few years. That means young people with hex debts up to their necks can actually borrow enough money to mortgage their life away for the next 30 years for the privilege of having the security of living in some little dump somewhere in this city. All right? It's a wonderful life we lead. And what it means is there's downward pressure on interest rates. So everybody. But how about the investor? I cry every night. I cry. I go home crying every night. I cry myself to sleep. I wonder about the investor. I wonder about those 8% of Australians who receive a tax rebate for owning a second home. I cry for them. Well, you know, it's really hard going out into the city of Melbourne today without, you know, crossing over somebody begging, somebody sleeping on the streets, a little bit of detritus. If you've passed the alleys, you smell the urine because people, there are no public toilets. So what it means, you investors, is you have a happier life. You don't have to hire private security. You don't have to worry about it. You can walk around the streets. You can enjoy yourself. Win-win situation. And how about all those business people out there, especially the small business people, the backbone of the economy, as the Labor and Liberal Party will tell you. Well, where do you think the money is? Why don't you think profits are going up? Think about it. If people are paying 30, 40, 50% of their income, whether it's a new start allowance or a very fancy $3,000 a week you know, job, if you pay 30, 40, 50% of your income for the roof over your head, it doesn't go into the economy. It's a little bit like gambling. You know, people go gambling, they lose billions of dollars. It doesn't help anybody except those institutions. It's the same. If you want people to spend money, they need money. And the beauty of public housing is, one, rents 25%. Think of the hundreds of millions of dollars that will be freed up for people to buy useless goods. It's a wonderful win-win situation. And gamble and drink. That's right. Yeah, look, I've got an audience today. I'm playing up to the audience. Now, the audience doesn't know this. But every morning we do the Eureka Roof. We have two Eureka flags, and we have the, and you know the CFMEU thinks they, you know, they've flown the Eureka flag everywhere. Well, they haven't flown the Eureka flag over the Parliament House here in Victoria, and we have for the last eight days, and we will get to ten days. But we start the morning very early. It was 4 a.m. this morning because it was wet. It was miserable. We were being harassed. So 4 a.m. start. We start off the Eureka Oaf. Now, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, kings and queens, I'd like you to stand. Come on. On your feet. On your feet. All stand. All stand. All stand. Even those of you who are sleeping, all stand. That's right. I'm talking to you, all those people who are holding the banner, who've held that banner upright for eight days. All stand. That includes... All right. We've got the flag here. Let's go. 
This is what gives us substance. This is what gives us power. These men and women died in 1854, and this is what they died for. They died for the ideas that are expressed in the Eureka Oath, which we will, which we will affirm now. We swear by the Southern Cross to stand truly by each other and fight to defend our rights and liberties. Thank you. You may be seated in the theatre of the absurd. Thank you. Now, now, Mr Foley, the Housing Minister in Victoria, now I've decided that Mr Foley wouldn't care if we got pneumonia. Mr Foley wouldn't care if we got frostbite. Mr Foley wouldn't care if we got arrested. Mr Foley's got a nice superannuation waiting for him when he retires, and we thought we would help him retire early. So I, Joseph Toscata, yours truly, as, am standing as the independent candidate on a public housing platform for the electorate of Albert Park in Melbourne. That's right, Albert Park. It takes in Albert Park, Middle Park, South Melbourne, Port Melbourne, the Docklands and half of St Kilda. Now, if you live in that region and you're voting, put me number one, put Mr Foley number seven, because this man pushed through Cabinet despite resistance, this policy of privatising public housing, this policy of abrogating the state's responsibility to the individual to provide secure accommodation to the private sector. And for the last three to four years, we've heard Mr Foley and every minister in the ALP talk about community housing, affordable housing, social housing, transferring titles to the sector, giving public land to the private sector so they can build 90% private units, 10% public units, the substandard ones. So we've got a plan. That's right. It's unbelievable to think that a motley riffraff like us have got a plan that's fully costed. And it's not fully costed through the major accountancy firms because we don't trust them. We saw what happened when they were uh, looking after the corporations during the global financial crisis. They said, oh, oh. We didn't read the books correctly. Well, our plan is very simple. In Victoria, $6 billion is raised every year, and those figures are costed from the Treasury. You know, it is an election period. I need to, you know, use... I can't use rubbery figures like the Liberal Party, like the ALP. I can't use rubbery figures. It's costed. $6 billion was raised last year from stamp duty. Now, most of our listeners aren't our homeowners, but some of our elderly listeners may be. What is stamp duty? That is the tax you pay for the privilege to the state of buying a home. That's right. Not only do you pay the banks, not only do you pay the person you've bought it from, but you also, you also pay the state. And what does the state do with this money? It puts it in consolidated revenue, and that's a fancy word for saying it puts it in a little box in the Treasury and will use it for what it thinks it sees fit, and obviously doesn't see fit to fund public housing. So we, being stupid, ignorant, simple people, ignorant, stupid, simple, 
simple people, what we do is, we, what we're going to say is, why don't we, as a community, through our representatives, use that $6 billion for public housing? Wow, what a radical idea. Here I am, a revolutionary, sitting in the steps of Parliament House, talking about reform. The same reform the Labor Party introduced in the 1940s and 1950s. Simple reform. And you know that if you, if you by some chance allocate $6 billion to public housing, you can actually house 1 million Victorians. I'll say it again. Not one, not a hundred, not a thousand, not 10,000, not a hundred thousand, but 1 million Victorians in public housing by 2029. Can you imagine that? 2029. We could get rid of homelessness, all the creatures of the night that are roaming the streets, that have been abused, harassed, exploited by these so-called charities. We could house them in one miserable month. One month. And apply caseworkers to them to assist them to get out of the hole they find themselves in. We can house everybody, everybody, every single person on the waiting list within a year. And after that, we can house anybody who cannot afford to enter public housing. Sorry, can't afford to enter the private marketplace. Because when public housing was introduced in the 40s and 50s, it introduced to provide a mechanism via which working people, people on Social Security benefits, could actually have secure housing for 25% of their income. People who could never enter the private marketplace to give them secure housing. So why don't we go back to the 1940s and 1950s and use the same principles? Now I can see all those developers out there supporting this, jumping up and down, saying we want to build them. That's a W-class tram. It does make a bit of a racket. When you're sleeping here on the steps of Parliament House and a W-class tram goes by, it rocks your body. It rocks your body. It's like you're in an earthquake. No wonder they're phasing them out. But let's get back to what we were saying. You can house one million Victorians by 2029. Win-win situation. Small business wins. And guess what? You know who the happiest people in the world are? It's our friends in the Victorian Police Force. Not the protective service officers because they are a little bit upset that we're actually squatting in their home. Victorian Parliament. But the Victorian police are in a no-win situation. Over the last 48 hours, we have seen a man with major psychiatric issues hallucinating, taken to, the Royal, uh, taken to one of the major inner-city hospitals five times, discharged five times, and over the last two nights, we here on the steps have had to care for this individual who obviously needs assistance. It's not the police's fault. We have a bottleneck. We have a human bottleneck in the Melbourne CBD. We have more and more people coming to this place looking for assistance because they can't afford housing. And they're piling body upon body. There's a young couple 50 metres from Parliament House, been sleeping rough on the pavement. We can see them as we, we talk. 
middle-aged couple sleeping rough on the pavement, 50 metres from this bloody institution. The police can do nothing. You can't police your way out of this situation. And we are using public housing. We want to raise this issue. We've had minimal success because it's all about law and order. The Liberal Party, law and order. Build more jails, more police, more police powers. You know, lock them up. Throw away the key. Unfortunately, you can't throw away a key. They come out again. Like a plague of locusts in the community. We have a bottleneck. And you know what the bottleneck is? There's no public housing. Forget about affordable social community housing. They're private organisations. They cherry pick goes in there. Public housing is the great need first. It's like a public hospital. You get there, you can't be refused treatment. We should have the same concept. So instead of the police spending 80% of their time trying to police a problem, an issue that cannot be policed, they know it can't be policed. Why do you think they've allowed us, the Victoria Police, to be in the steps of the Victorian Parliament House? Why do you think they've protected us from the Victorian, you know, the uh, public, whatever they're called, services, security staff? Why do you think... We are very useful. We are useful because we are raising the issue they can't raise. They know that if there's an, somewhere they can house somebody in an emergency accommodation on a regular basis, you would get rid of this problem within. And it's not a problem. You would get rid of this disaster. It is not a problem. It's a disaster which we have created. You would get rid of this disaster within a month. The human suffering that is occurring now, the people sleeping in cars across this state, the people who can't afford the rent, the people who are being knocked out of their homes because they can't afford mortgage repayments, the elderly who are being ripped off by the corporations which now dominate the aged care sector, we, they would have a solution. There wouldn't be a human bottleneck. There'd be a solution. There are no solutions. There are no policing solutions to social problems. You can't, no matter how good you are and how saintly you are, and whether, even if you're Mother Teresa's clone that's returned to earth, you cannot address that problem as an individual or an individual charity. This needs legislative change, and we are sitting on the steps of that organisation which makes the laws in this country. There is a Victorian state election on the 24th of October. As I said, I'm standing as an independent candidate in the seat of Albert Park against the housing minister, Mr Martin Foley. Now, we need... We don't beg. We don't beg. We are here. If you'd like to come and join us, come and join us. We'd like you to come and join us. We'd like you to get your ass wet. Not kicked. Wet. All right? We'd like you to come here. We'd like you to join us. We'd like to show the authorities that public housing is a major issue. We'd like to support our brothers, in the Vic brothers and sisters in the Victorian Police Force. Help them solve the insolvable problem they have. That is Richard walking across the footsteps. He's only 84, the poor old bloke. He's got a walking stick and he's come here to help us hold the banner. Good on you, Richard. Keep walking. 
Don't trip over the leads or you will kill the outside broadcast. Gazza, come down here and help our elderly brother. Go, now go over that side. Gazza's going to help you. You can't trip over the leads. You may fall over Michael Smith. And he does live in public housing and he's here. And he's 84, so I don't know what you're doing. Maybe you're watching a bit of porn on the YouTube. I assume that's what people do these days. Now, we have a hashtag. We have a hashtag. And I'm told, not that I know anything about these things, as you know, I'm just a, uh, another Luddite. I am told that we are trending in the virtual world. Well, I don't care if we're trending in the virtual world. I'd like us to see us trend in the real world. I'd like to see more people here making history. It's not enough to watch people making history. It's not enough to turn your back on the people making history. You need to be here to make history. If you're not here, I can assure you that in a decade's time, this will be like, were you at Woodstock? Were you at the Sunbury Festival? There are ten times more people claimed they were there than were ever there. Now, we know who's come to date. We know who, you fa- who they are. And if you're going to be a wannabe or a pretendee, well, we will expose you. But on a more serious note, I need your help. They don't need your help. The collective running public housing, everybody's business, doesn't need anybody's help. They have shown through their courage, their collective spirit, their humour, their comradeship, their solidarity for each other. They have shown what can be done with a small group of people. But me, I'm just a pathetic individual. I need your help with the parliamentary part of this campaign. I want Martin Foley to be early retired. I want that gentleman to access his superannuation as soon as possible. We are helping Martin Foley get a new life. I think he's been in the job for too long. Would it be a disaster if he's re-elected? So, if you want to help me, hand out how-to-vote material, which really isn't a how-to-vote material. It's all about the public housing campaign. You can turn up at 307 Clarendon Street at 8.30am or after, any time between 8.30am to 6pm on Wednesday the 21st, Thursday the 22nd, Friday the 23rd. Turn up, hand out the material. They will look askance at you. The more people we have there, the more askance poor Martin looks. He's getting worried. Maybe the Greens will hold the seat. And that is our secret strategy. If the major, one of the major parties, whether it's Matthew Guys, Law and Order, hit them hard, jail them often, mandatory sentencing rules, gets into power, or whether the alternative Liberal Party under Mr Andrews, you know, build it here, build it there, but don't build any public housing, gets into power, well, I can assure you, public housing will disappear in this state. The only, the only solution we have is for the Greens to hold their nerve, support their public housing policies and hold a balance of power in the Victorian Legislative Assembly. Could you imagine how the Labor and the Liberal Party would be fawning to become government, how they would be kneeling at Samantha's feet, the leader of the Greens, licking her toes, that's right, in order to become government. And you know what she'll say to them after we've had discussions with the Greens leadership here in Victoria. They'll say to them, if you don't provide public housing 
and we're in a coalition with you, those scum, that riffraff that's currently standing on the steps of par well, they're actually not standing, they're sitting. I mean, only the best for our collective. We have chairs here on the top of the parliament parliamentary stairs. Only the best. These scum again and give us a hard time. So this is an opportunity for you to influence government policy. And if by some chance you're not going to a rave party on the 24th of September, if you're not going shopping in the morning, if you're not, you know, buying little things at the Queen Victoria market or the South Melbourne market, and South Melbourne is in the Albert Park electorate, you can hand out how to vote cards. Now, I'm going to be here lying on the steps, getting wet, getting pneumonia, you know. I've taken a 10-day holiday here. I'm enjoying myself. Listen to the noise of the construction around me. It's wonderful, the trams, the trains, the disinterested people. It's a wonderful day. Now, you can help me on that Saturday the 24th. There are 13 polling booths to cover. Come here to the steps. I'll give you the material. We'll allocate a polling booth that suits you. And off you go into the wilderness. You see, as the only independent in the seat of Albert Park, people think we're illegitimate candidates. Because it's only for political parties. Elections, you know that? Legislation was passed in the last few months of Parliament, which now makes it illegal. That's right, illegal for scum like me and the other scummy, riffraff independent candidates to have the name, the word independent placed next to their name. They're so petrified of people voting outside the uh, political parties, the registered political parties, they don't, won't even allow us to have the word independent. Could you imagine that? It's a little bit like going to a ball and they say you're a bloke or a guy or you're in between. They say you can't do it. You can't do it. But on a more serious note, public housing should be the central issue in this election. But it's not. But it's not. It should be the central issue in this election. What's it about? Law and order. We are going to police our way out of a social crisis, which is a direct consequence of legislation which has been passed in parliaments at the state and federal level to ensure that unaccountable corporations continue to amass profits and not even pay tax legally. Now, I've got a letter from the tax department saying that I owe some money and they're going to take me to court in seven days. But if I'm a large corporation, I could legally pay no tax. But I would demand the police and electricity and the roads to be all good because I need my workers to come to my factory so I can make a profit. But I'm not going to contribute. Those of you who are in shared homes, you know what it's like. You've got the tenant from hell sharing a house who refuses to clean the fridge. Well, look at this. Spotless clean has arrived. Hey, mate, go up the steps here. There's a lot of riffraff and dirt we need to clean away. Human detritus trying to change the direction. Now, if you can't make it, don't despair. We've always got the 3rd of December. As I said, 
The Eureka Rebellion is our guiding light, is our light on the hill, not the Labor Party. They're not the light on the hill. We're the light on the hill, the Eureka Rebellion. And on the 3rd of December, once again, the Reclaim the Radical Spirit of the Eureka Rebellion Celebrations Group, which is the love child of the Anarchist Media Institute, will be hosting the Eureka Celebrations, 18 hours non-stop. 4 a.m. to 10 p.m. in Ballarat at the very spot the Eureka Rebellion took place on a Monday. 4 a.m. dawn ceremony. Come along. Feel the atmosphere on the very battlefield. These men and women were butchered on the 3rd of December for having the audacity to claim their inalienable rights and liberties like we are. The right to adequate shelter, the right for the state to protect its citizens, the right for the state to look after the welfare of each and every one of the people it is responsible for, not abrogate that responsibility to the private sector, not outsource that responsibility to the private sector. And we know what's happened in the last 20 years, 40 years. We know what's happened during the deregulation, privatisation, corporatisation, globalisation revolution. We know because the majority of people are now feeling the effects. Young people, get an education, get a hex debt. Young people, try to get a housing loan. Impossible. Young people, try to rent a unit on your own. Impossible. Young people, permanent, secure future. Impossible. At least public housing gives you that base from which to go and strike out into the world. So what's important about public housing? It's not the fact that rents are 25% of income. It's the fact that you've got secure accommodation. It's the fact that you're looking after children, that you're bringing up children that can go to the same schools. They can go to the same sporting clubs. They can have the same friends. They can go to the same birthday parties, the same pool parties. That's what security's about. Could you imagine if you're a single parent or parents on a low income and you've got to move every two to three years? The effect that has on your children long term, the effect it has on society that you don't have that stability. I mean, any child, you know, psychologist will tell you the key to successful child rearing is stability. Stability. Public housing provides that stability. Now, I've got a personal stake in this thing. You know, when people broadcast say, oh, I've got to tell you, I've got a personal stake. Well, I haven't got any shares in the, public, in the uh, private housing sector. I don't have any shares at all. i just got debts. But what's my interest? It's very simple. For the last 43 years, I've been a doctor. That's right, I know it's hard to believe that this riffraff could be a doctor, right? For the last 43 years, I've been looking after some of the most physically disabled people in this state, in the state of Victoria. And I have seen people blossom. I have seen them form relationships. I have seen people have children. I have seen, over the decades, people, their children move on to successful lives because they were in public housing. Over the last 15 years, we can't get anybody into public housing unless it's a dire, 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 
dire emergency, you can't get into public housing. It's just extraordinary. And what's more extraordinary is the complicity of the corporate-owned media and the government geld at ABC. They're not interested in public housing. It's all about law and order. It's all about railway crossings. Well, our philosophy is simple. People before railway crossings. Now, somebody's feeding the pigeons. I'd like to remind you, Jill, that's illegal under current Melbourne City Council statutes. You do not feed the pigeons. You do not feed the homeless. You only feed corporate people, okay? You only feed the superannuation fund of our state representatives. Do not feed the pigeon, Jill, or we'll get you taken away, locked up. She's done it again. She's a recidivist. She's resisting authority. This is what's happening here on the steps of the Victorian Parliament House. They're feeding the bloody pigeons. They should be arrested. They should be taken away. What an incredible thing. All right. We've held up the banner now for eight days and seven nights. We'll be going for ten days and ten nights. You have a choice. You can be part of history. You can watch history unfolding and be a virtual guru and get RSI of your uh, little click finger. Clicktivism, terrible disease. Clicktivism, I see them walking around the streets of Fitzroy and Northcote, Brunswick. They're coming to take you away, Jill. Stop feeding the pigeons. I told you. I warned you. You're a recidivist. <laughs> yes, we are going a bit troppo. If you've been out in the open and God's been raining on you for a, you know, heavily and there's been winds, tempests, there's been no locusts yet or the first child dying, but we have had the wind and the tempests and we've had, we aren't being redeemed. We've got some woman here feeding the bloody pigeons. I can't believe this. We've been reduced to this. And she's a member of this public housing, everybody's business collective. All right, on a more serious note, I need, I need help. They don't need help. They're self-sufficient. They want you to be part of history. They want you to come here. They want you to put your ass on these steps. They want you to be the alternative government. Because on the 24th of uh, November, they come back. Except Martin Foley, the housing minister. He'll be enjoying his superannuation. If we have our way, I'll be the next member for Albert Park and pigs will fly and Jill will stop feeding the pigeons. <laughs> Are the pigs? They'll be coming. All right. So the banner we've held up for eight days and we need, we'd like you, we'd like to see you here. Touch the sacred banner. This is your chance to be part of history. Never in the history of the Victorian Parliament have people sat here for 10 days. Well, eight days at the minute, seven nights. Never in the history of the Victorian Parliament have they been able to sleep soundly, apart from the rain, on the concrete floor. And you know why? Because the police love us. Because they've got a problem they can't police. It doesn't matter how many police they have, how many paddy wagons, how many tasers, you know, how many jails, how many mandatory sentences. This is a social, it's a community problem. It doesn't matter how many charities we have handing out goodies. It's not going to work. These bludgers in Parliament need to be held to account. 
public housing needs to be the issue of this election, which is this Saturday, the 24th of November. You are going to elect 88 members of the Legislative Assembly and you're going to elect 40 members of the Legislative Council. They can pass a law in one month which quarantines Victoria's stamp duty revenue $6 billion per year for public housing. We don't have to build them. We can spot purchase them across the state. You can get rid of homelessness in one bloody month. You can house everybody on your waiting list in one year. You can house one million Victorians in public housing by 2029. And what is stamp duty? It's a tax which is levied by the government on people who buy a home. That's right. When you buy a home, you mortgage your life away for 30 years plus. You know, you pay about 10 times what it's worth by the time you pay it off because of interest. That's what happens when you buy a home. That's right. We've got, we've got, we've got Richard now, a public housing tenant, crapping on. This is what happens. We've got homeless people who come here and they tell us they, all they want is a bloody roof over their heads and then they can tackle their problems. You come and live here on the steps of the Victorian Parliament for the next three days and see how difficult, how difficult it is to address your issues. You haven't got a roof over your head. If you've got to beg, if you've got to jump through the hoops, which you've got to do with Centrelink. They say, where's your identification? Somebody bashed me last night and stole it. Well, you're going to have to go back to the end of the queue and start again. Think about it. Simple solution. You don't have to be a genius. I'm no genius. I'm a dull, boring, pedestrian doctor. That's all I am. If I can come up with a solution, why can't they? 88 members of the Legislative Assembly, 40 members of the Legislative Council. You ask those scum, and my apologies to scum, for equating them to scum. You ask them, when you go to vote, they'll be there smiling, and as soon as you vote and the election results come out, they'll forget you for the next four years. That's the nature of parliamentary democracy. You ask them, what's your public housing policy? Why aren't you using stamp duty revenue for public housing? I'm not going to be elected. If I'm really, really lucky, the, the poor housing minister, Mr Martin Foley, will actually be able to access... He's hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars of superannuation early. He should be thanking us for ensuring he's not re-elected as the member of, for Albert Park because of his pathetic public housing policies. He should thank us that he can go back, he can go out and do a world tour with his kiddies and spend more time with his family. He should fall on his hands and knees when he sees me down there campaigning against him as the independent member for Albert Park on a policy of public housing. But he won't. So you can make his life, you can make his exit into his, the superannuation world much easier. Turn up today, Wednesday the 21st, tomorrow, Thursday the 22nd, Friday the 23rd. Turn up, 307 Clarendon Street, pre-polling booth, hand out literature about public housing. Turn up on Saturday. Now, if you want to come on Saturday, come here to the steps. We will give you the literature. We can't run around. We're too busy protecting and holding up the banner. You know how hard it is. Stop feeding the pigeons, Jill. It's illegal. You'll get arrested.
I don't know. It's a comedy act. Comedy act everywhere we go. Jill, what are you trying to do? Upstage me or something. You're feeding the pigeons. You can't feed the seagulls between 2 and 4 in the afternoon. All right? Okay. You've been listening to the Anarchist World this week, broadcast live from the steps of the Victorian Parliament House. We are making history. We're the first people since 1854 that have occupied these steps for the last eight days. We'll be going till 7pm on Saturday. We are here courtesy of the Victoria Police, who understand they can't police their way out of the homeless problem. They need your assistance. They need the bludgers in Parliament to actually legislate to improve access to public housing. That's what we all need. We want social... You take your missus or your hubby out or your partner out at night. You don't want to be stepping over, you know, lifeless bodies in sleeping bags. You want to enjoy yourself. So come and join us. Make history. First time since 1854 this sacred ground has been successfully peacefully occupied. It is a drug-free, alcohol-free. And if you're a click activist, go to the hashtag. Public housing, parliamentary vigil. Public housing, parliamentary vigil. We're trending in the virtual world. We want to trend in the real world. The only real way we will trend in the real world is you want to become part of history. Become part of history or turn your back on history. But after the 24th of November, don't complain to me. Don't complain to the people who've come here. They've done their best. They've stood in the rain. They've held that banner up. They've been great people. This program is now wrapping up. It will be here till 7pm on Saturday. You want to hand out literature, come here and pick up the literature. I'll be here, maybe, if I don't die before then of pneumonia. But come along. Go to my Facebook page, Toscano for the Public. Go to the PIPC Facebook page, Public Interest Before Corporate Interest. Download the application form. Become a member of the strongest, fastest growing political group in this country. We will not overcome. We will overturn. And remember, we don't want an apple from the apple cart. We want to tip over the apple cart. And we want everybody to share the apples in that apple cart. And that's what public housing is. It's everybody's business. House one million Victorians in public housing by 2029. Use Victoria's stamp duty revenue, $6 billion per year for public housing. Thank you once again for listening to the Anarchist World this week. Evil minds that plot destruction. Sorcerer of death construction. An analysis you'll never hear anywhere else. Anarchist World this week. Australia's sacred cow slaughterhouse. 10am every Wednesday. Listen to the Anarchist World this week for an up-to-date analysis of local, national and international events. Poisoning their brainwashed minds. Oh, Lord, yeah.